what's up guys today we are going to bounce around all over the place okay we are going to discuss the Delphi murders what we know what we learned today and also what the heck is up with the degenerates in this little town of Delphi Indiana that's population 3,000 or less so I kind of want to know what's up with that we discuss Bill Burr his take on Sean Connery and Coco Chanel the definition of woke that I heard today is absolutely astounding we talk a little bit about the idiot that's Jane Fonda we go all over the place from Christian extremists to people like Billy Graham we talk about it all Joe Burrow Josh Allen bingo football versus Bills football the Kansas City Chiefs we talk about it all also the most important thing is we talk about what is the best piece of advice we were ever given. I think I have a humdinger of one. My grandmother gave it to me. Very excited to repeat it. Anyway, we talk about it all today. You know where you are. You know who you're listening to. But I have a feeling we're going to tell you anyway. Anyway, love you. Thank you for joining us. Here we go in a room full of God, family, and country. <laughs> Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is Unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. What's up, brother? Nothing much. It's been like, um, it's been a long time. It's been. It's good to be back. I don't know, um... Like, I'm not sure what life does that creates this void and things. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know how it's been so long since we've done this. We, You went out of town. I started the street. You went out of town, and then when you got back, I was busy, and then you got busy, and I was busy. It just, our, our schedule I get that. Match up. I get that. Where did I go? Do you remember what I did? It don't matter. I was Florida. Was it Florida? Hell yeah. We're going to say yeah. I, shit, I don't know, but we'll say yes. I think it was I had a blast. Don't even remember it. <laughs> don't even remember I think it. you were just delivering something. I got um, delivered. Okay. To a friend. You you were bringing them. May have. Shit, who knows? I thought you were taking an egg to St. Augustine. Remember, I didn't go because I got the COVID. Oh, that's right. Remember? Well, hey, that was That's probably us. what started this whole day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would stop me from coming over. Hey, uh... A lot to, uh, there's like 900 things I want to talk about, uh, so I don't even know where to start. So let, let me start with this one, uh, Delphi. Yes. I have been completely enamored with what's going on there. And for a while, I thought, you know, man, did they have the right guy? I mean... Is it, you know, because of the not releasing the, the uh, probable cause affidavit, you, you just ask yourself, like, wonder why they're doing that. Like, turns out it may really be for the reason they say, because they don't want other information to get out because it looks like they're looking for someone else. Yeah, I think they're trying or, to. In addition to. They're trying to smoke out a child sex ring. 
is what it what it turned out to be. And that that that's why that uh, I guess that Ron dude that, that you know that they were looking into that had the land right next to it, who made up this real elaborate excuse of he wasn't home going when that to get happened. fish. Yeah. And, and not just that, he had somebody vouch for that story yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had nothing to do with it, you're completely innocent of everything. Why are you making excuses? And then the whole connection with the uh, Anthony Schatz account that multiple people had access to it, that it was kind of a just a luring thing that uh, I, I have a feeling that uh, Keegan guy, he was he was probably the one who set the girls up. Uh, well, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't probably thinking they were going to be murdered. So today but. the story, what I read, uh, Daily Mail, the Daily Mail UK read today that he arranged the meeting and was sending, what's his, what's that piece of shit's name that's in jail? Why am I? Uh, Allen, Richard Allen. Richard Allen. That he sent Richard Allen to kidnap them. Okay. That's what I read. Like he was sent to kidnap them, and then of course, I just that got out of hand. I just don't think we've got any of the leaders uh, uh, yet. Uh, we but, don't have the ringleaders, and I don't believe we've got the true story. Now, I believe it's not that I believe the cops are hiding anything necessarily. I just think that all these people are lying through their teeth to try to cover their ass and this and get blame him and blame that. Well, there's no so, no way to know even if one of the local cops might be involved. You, I mean. You say you say that would be preposterous, but who would think a sex ring was in Delphi, this little podunk town? Nothing. I, I think at this point nothing's preposterous because when I learned that five and a half years ago when the murders of these two little girls took place, when I learned that Richard Allen, the man they have arrested now, that sits in jail for two counts of murder, when I learned that he went to the police and said, hey, guys, I was out near that place that day. I just want to let y'all know. And nobody questioned him. Yeah. Anything's possible. But that's one of those signs of of he knows someone saw him. So he went to police and and, and did the, hey, hey, I just want to let you know I was out there, but I didn't do nothing. That's exactly what I wear, too. Yeah, but but they didn't question him. Nobody followed up on that. (laughs) Imagine going to that that other scene with the college kids. Are with a with a bloodied knife. I don't know. Say, hey, I just want to let you know, I actually have a stabbing knife, but this wasn't me. That's an absolute crazy situation, Seth. Like it, it's like the police are hunting a ghost. Yeah. Like this is insane. Like I, they still haven't caught no. I mean, what what do you as parents? How do you feel right now? Knowing the daughter, your daughter's killer, four of them, uh, uh, three girls and a boy, right? Your child's killer. No do, idea. Do you think it's irrational for a parent to take their kids out of that college? Ooh. Uh, all right. So it's easy for me to sit here and say one thing because I'm not in the emotion of it all. That's that's what I'm trying to try to um, put yourself in that, that situation. Um, when Would I do it quickly, really? when I when I put myself in that situation quickly, yeah, I think it's a little irrational, but I, I all it's it's so hard to put myself there. But I, oh man, that's a tough one. I I feel like on on the just quickly, my answers be yeah, it's a little irrational, but 
Maybe it's like the lightning strikes twice. You you feel more comfortable that the lightning is not going to strike twice in the same, but if you move, maybe it might hit. I used to think, you know, that mentality of uh, when people would say, not in my backyard, not in my backyard, like, like you know, not going to build a prison in my backyard, or as George Carlin would say it, NIMBY. Um, I, would, I used to think, well, he was right, because, you know, they're not going to escape prison and hang out in the neighborhood behind that, you know, behind the prison. But I'm starting to think maybe that's bullshit. Maybe, maybe yeah, they will. I mean, maybe they will. Kind of sounds like they hang around. Delphi, a town of less than 3,000. This guy walked amongst everyone in that town for five and a half years. And kept the gun. Kept the the gun. Kept the gun. And and I did not know, but they dug up. Uh, there's pictures online of their cat, uh, Richard's cat. They dug up the dead cat to see if the hairs... And, and do you remember me? I, Joel, I haven't gotten much right with that because who has? But I said, when I saw those you cat did. photos, I said, why don't they, there was there a cat photo out there? Because Mila, we have a cat. She leaves hair everywhere. Yeah, there's, everywhere. No, there's no way you have a pet and commit a crime like that and get away with it. Right. You, you know, I have two pets, you know, obviously Mila, the cat, and dude, the English bulldog. And they both leave evidence that they've been there everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere, man. I just don't... Um, so I immediately thought that, and then when I read it today, I was like, holy moly. Only, I don't know anything about digging up a cat. So, are there still hairs on the cat three years, five years later? How, three years, cat's been dead three years. So is there still, would there still be evidence I, I, like that? I guess maybe they're hoping that maybe during the decom- decomposition, some of the skin folded over. Well, it's maybe. sure not going to hurt. I mean, to yeah. try it. I mean, I mean it, might as well. It's, uh, will you push that door too, buddy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's probably coming open because, uh, you know. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I'm I'm very curious as to see what they find from a dug-up skeleton of a cat. And then I'm also very curious what Richard Allen is saying about all these other piece of shit perverts. Well, that, that that's that's what's like all of a sudden we we now know there's a there's there was a sex ring. So so somebody somebody has to be talking cuz Keegan's been in jail for a long time. Oh, right, he's in jail for other stuff. Other stuff. Yes. But involving this. Well, he said or, or no, I don't want to say that. I read today that he is working with police. And I don't know if that means in relation to other things, other things and this, but one or the, I don't know, but I know what a pile of shit, man. I'm when telling you, you look at I'll it. tell you, his dad's involved. Oh, well, I, 100%. I, I, I absolutely he, believe his dad's 100%. Involved. I, I truly believe after, after getting he the might information. Be the, he might be the. The mastermind. Yeah, he might be the kingpin. Well, you you know, having learned what I did learn about them from uh, the Murder Sheet. Yes. They're a great podcast, too. God, those guys are, them two are fantastic. I mean, it's a man and woman, but I say guys. It's a euphemism, (laughs) okay? You know what I mean? Don't get mad. Uh, Use correct pronouns. Right, you know. But, man, them two right there, Wow. What they have been able to unearth and figure out and put together and and put us mentally in some of these situations with with transcripts and whatnot—it's amazing. 
to me. That that's why I like. I always felt like the, even even with Keegan at first, I said ah, I think they got the right person, and I'm like, ah, maybe I think maybe his dad's the guy. And then you know when they they got Richard Allen, I'm like, oh, this ain't just one person. Now. Yeah, this is this is bigger. Cause, cause just they're those two are too stupid. Like, and and even the other guy, it's just the the the, the rationale of, of, uh, you know, keeping the gun and and coming up with this elaborate excuse that it you would not need an excuse if you didn't have anything to be involved in. Why why would it be a problem if you were home during the murder? And somebody murdered somebody on your land, but you you weren't involved. With well, yeah. If if you're if you're if you're not Ron, yeah. Ron got the stead now. Yeah, he's yeah. Dead. I mean, look. If it's at the if it backs up to my land, if it's barely on my land, whatever. I am going to cooperate with police. I want to catch these son of a bitches. I yeah. mean, these are these are little girls. I mean, you 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 don't make up a story. Why would you do that? Yeah, just to make up a story. I just made up a story just to make up a story. I just didn't want to be questioned. Yeah, even, that's, even, even like, that's not good. That's nah. That does not lead to, to good places. And when I look at the picture of Keegan Allen, is that, no, Keegan Klein. Klein. When I look at the picture of Keegan Klein and, and Richard Allen both, when I look at those pictures, I do this, I don't, I look at dumbasses, man. I mean, I look, there's, I just, and I may be wrong, but I do not, see them as being the mastermind behind any sort of sex ring that takes, you know, quiet, uh, you know, uh, secretive, like they're not doing it. They're, they, they're dumb. They look like dumbasses. Well, first off, you're not going to take somebody in your backyard. I mean, if, if you're really these mastermind geniuses, yeah. you think you're going to get away with something. Yeah, I, I, it's it's insane. I don't know which one looks dumber to me. I mean, I really don't. But I, I know I think such horrific things about Richard Allen. Like, I, I, the thoughts I've had, like what ought to happen to him if he's guilty. Well, and now to, like, if, if, it, if it is true that it was, he, he botched the kidnapping. Yeah, that it was supposed to be a planned kidnapping and then it just went. However, it went. Did you also hear that there's, you know, now police have not played the entire audio on Abby's phone. Yes. All right, but you did hear that there there's some transcripts of it, and it's uh, you know, Abby says the word gun, gun. like gun, yeah. like he has a gun, and that on the audio you can hear the gun loading around in the chamber, like you know, cocky the fire. Well, I wonder if that's when he dropped the bullet too. Yeah. I, well, that's, remember? that's down there in between the bodies, <laughs> Okay, which is insane, man. What kind of Barney Fife freaking, I mean, that that's when, when I heard like there was a unspent bullet. That, I, I read an unspent round. Now you know how that is. I don't know, but I read it. I mean, it, I would, would you, would you, I mean, is that, that's, like some information that you just say, oh, there's no way that could be. Looking at him, you're like, well, both of them. Know. They're just, and, and you know, the great thing is, is though, like, it is, it, if the, and I say great thing, there's nothing great about two little girls being murdered. Of course not. Jesus, as a father and grandfather, it makes me sick. But the great thing is, is now, just 
if anything, they are. Fi- I do believe they are fixing to get into something that they had no idea they were getting into. It. I mean, this uh, child sex ring of something like what started out as who knew? You know, who knew? It was just a, a, a crime of momentary passion, whatever. But I do think it's about to lead into something so much greater. And you're going to have some extreme piece of shit off the street, hopefully. Yeah. I, I can, one can only hope so. Uh, but I've, this is one of those uh, one of those stories that, you know, I didn't hear about it until it was, you know, three years after the murder. And when I did, I, I cannot, like there are times I will lay in bed and just think, of what their last moments may have been like. And, and that's terrible. I did that. Yeah, God, that. man, just, you know, when I think about my granddaughter, I just, Oh my God, I just, I don't know what I would do. I don't know how those parents and grandparents are, are making it. I, I, it's man, that's a testament to, to strength or faith or whatever it is that, that helps them get further. That, that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Speaking of crazy, uh, this, this is a, to me, this is a, so this is a non-political conversation. It doesn't. I don't care. I think you'll agree too, because you're a pretty logical person. I don't care how you vote, when you vote. That shit don't matter to us. But this is strictly about uh, the person. Okay, not Trump. Forget all. We're well, not talking about. Ain't, but did you hear about this guy in Chicago, the uh, dean of students? So this dean of students is having a conversation with you know, uh, an activist that has come on and, and, and is going to come on and, you know, help out and, and be active for, you know, the LGBTQ community, IA community. All on, on campus. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a dean of students at a, at a uh, elementary to junior high school. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. We already have a problem for right. me right there. Right. So, so, uh, so the activist is talking to him over lunch. And of course the activist is undercover really. And so he's got, I don't know how he's recording him, but you can see the guy, you can hear the audio clearly. And he says, um, he says he has all the freedom, all the money to do whatever. And that he had someone with the, uh, with the LGBT or one of those, groups come in and bring butt plugs and dildos and talk to the students, let them hold them, show them how to use them. You ready? Told them the difference between lube and spit. I was going to let you go next, but you're pretty silent. So, well, I'm I'm just, uh, (laughs) I mean, that's how I was. I'm I'm assuming the Dean is gone, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. But he said, he said, the the uh, what what do you call the uh, what what do you call the the people above him the the, oh my God I forget how he worded it but but, uh, you know like the the not the trustees or but but anyway he said the people above him he says they don't mind they don't mind that's what he says now, he put out a full you know slideshow presentation said we're gonna bring in activists. That are going to bring in butt plugs and, and, and lube and and teach. What what would we say again? Uh, uh, middle school to elementary school. Yeah, no, that's I don't know what age it was, 
but the school consists of elementary to middle school students. I don't know which age it was, but I know that this is, it is what I told somebody. It's not about, this ain't about, as he put it, not me, he put it, it's not about queer sex. That's not what this is about. It's about any sex. Why are we talking to students about any sex? Yeah, I'm not going to, I can't even say that. So I'll just say, Man, what what the hell? And this is forty thousand dollar a year student tuition. Ooh. That's what you're paying for. Like, dude, that's scary. It's just it killed me to think who's okay with that. Like, I'm not okay well, with that. Not only that, like, who as the the advocate, the person they hired, who who as an adult is comfortable talking with middle schoolers? Yep. About dildos, dildos and butt plugs and butt plugs and, and lube and, the, and spit. Like, where do Who's you okay with that? I mean, was that Craig's like Craigslist back page? No, like, like where do they get what, the guy? Where do, yeah, where's that guy come from? I don't know. I, I, but man, we are like I just sit and thought. You know, I, I'm I'm all for inclusivity and oh my and, god, uh, you know, of I, course I we we've discussed that. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. That's right. Like if if there that's was right. an LGBT club in you know that students felt that they needed to organize and and have a a, a quiet place and a, a you know safe space where they could talk about their issues but you don't introduce an adult into that so other other than you know just monitoring to make sure things that are illegal aren't being discussed and yeah do you do you feel like uh, again not political at all because uh, I, I, I mean obviously this is one time I have seen if you if you if you for a second went political I've seen Democrats Republicans liberals conservatives kind of come together on this one like man you can't do that yeah. so so it's a, it's a that's a good thing right there yeah that's, that's just practical. this should be yeah. bipartisan right very practical but we don't you and I are not talking about that but you ever sometimes feel like you ever notice how the the whole the whole trans uh, ideology or thinking or whatever, like uh, there's a lot of that out of Hollywood, a lot of it. Like a lot of Hollywood actors, celebrities have trans kids. I've noticed that. Like it's a lot of them. Well, I, well, do I, you feel that it's just I've seen it the in, end thing to do, in, or in all places? Really. Yeah, right. No, of course. Not, not just. I think I think we see it in Hollywood because you know that. It, it, it becomes a, a, a news story. You know, well, you're a, right. A, that's a, what you know, you're right. That's what the that's what these that's networks what we, say is news. That's what we see. But I think I think it is happening. Yes. Uh, a lot. I I don't know what's what's driving it though. I mean, it's so, just it's just like autism. Like when when we were growing up, like. Yeah, we probably can look back and think of a couple friends or, or you know, that 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 had autism, but it seems to have blown up, like and 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 not in a good way. I mean, I'm I I I love people with autism. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I I actually I, believe anything and everything we do, we have to give credit, but to but, someone with a dash of autism. But yes. you have to kind of question like. Like where, where did it come where from? Where is all the yeah? What yeah. what are we? So for me, that's so it kind of proved. I say proved my point. I don't mean. I, I just mean 
you kind of said where I thought I was going to go. I don't know if you accidentally mean it, though. But because we hear about this stuff in Hollywood, like you said, this is what people today call news, that I feel like kids see that and they go, I'm going to do that. Do you feel like, I mean, that's that's not unrealistic, is no, it? I mean, no, because, I mean, no, nobody ever thought to be a pilot before that they saw Somebody a saw a pilot, pilot right. Yeah. Well, it's the same it's, exact, it's, it's that's kinda, actually it's, a very good analogy, Joe. It's kind of that, that way, and it, I don't. Only, uh, no, your analogy's perfect, of course, and, and our listeners will know. Only one is something you can not do and go do something else. One, if you go too far. You can't ever unring well, that, that bell, right? That's right. true. I mean, it used to be, but, but that, you're right. That Johnny liked to play with dolls, um, and and and, and now and, if Johnny wants to play that, with dolls, well, people that, are getting out dick saws. That was that was kind of ignored in most liberal homes, right? You know, there were some conservative homes I think that would smack Johnny and like, stop yeah. playing with them dolls, boy. Right? You know, but. It, it it's it's something that's growing. I, I mean, I've seen it in my own family, like transgender, not trans. Um, you know, back when I grew up, I had a gay uncle. Yeah, I think Lo- loved the guy. Was I amazing, think we all have a gay. I think every one ama- of us have a gay was cousin. An or amazing uncle. person, amazing, and and not that I have any problem with it, but no. now I have more. Uh, that have come out in in mm-hmm. my family, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I love them all the same. And absolutely, and, it's and, not about that. That's not. I just wonder why this is blowing and I could up. T- yeah, I could tell from early on. It, yeah, th- that's that's the question. Yeah, that's what that's all my question is. Not yeah. not the 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 fact they're human beings; they should be treated as such. None of that. Let's not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying we, we both agree. Damn, it is a I mean, lot. I mean, if it is it is it something globally that, that is it, that's trying to reduce population? Is it antibiotics in the chicken? Yeah. I mean, what is? I'm not, but, but something's happening. Yeah, is it McDonald's? Yeah, I mean, it's just you got to think like who something. would be a wonderful sponsor? Oh my god, I would yeah. love McDonald's as a sponsor. Absolutely, chicken nuggets are some of my favorite things to eat. Man. Um, but something is happening. Yeah. Something has caused. A, a rash. Maybe social media. Well, maybe. So, see, that's maybe. how I feel. I feel like, again, I, I, and sometimes good, sometimes bad. Social media is the culprit of a lot of things. Again, some good, some bad. Uh, but I do I do think that uh, what Texas is going, which what they're proposing and banning social media from everybody under 18 is a little extreme. Oh, see, I have said for the longest time, that's exactly, you should have to be able, I say vote. That's because some people don't vote. I, so that's not fair. I don't, I don't think that it, you should have to vote to be on social media. No, that's what I said. I, when but I, but I, I, of the of the age is what I, I was trying think, to get at. I think that maybe certain social media should be unlocked at certain ages, and you know, but yeah, you, know, you would hope that it would be parental guidance that would, you know, that would. Select that when they. Here's the problem. You know I, it for know, even. You know, know. You're right. You know it. I but know you know. Parental guidance would be the the norm that would say my kid is mature enough to be on Instagram. Yeah, I know. You know, not not picking a age. No, no, I know what you're saying. It, Only the it, thing it, is, is you know, I know you have nieces, nephews. You're around my grandkids, etc. I mean, you, you're you're. 
they're never mature enough to do anything because they think they are. Then, then did, I mean, you, I'm preaching to the choir. I'm just saying. That's a scary, scary avenue. I have, I mean, not when I heard Texas do it. Somewhere on past recordings, you can hear me saying, I believe that social media only ought to be available to you at a certain age. And I think 18 is that age. But, but I'm not a communist. I'm not. There are just some shitty things out there on social media that make kids think in strange ways. There are. I mean, it, it's. And, 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 well, it's what you said. It's it's a mom it, gives them a tablet, goes okay here, it's, there, it's not and only, they walk away. It's not only like oh, no, young kids that are being affected. Like I'm 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 probably gonna get some hate for this. Oh, it's okay. I think Facebook has ruined old people. Well, I think Facebook has ruined a lot of people. One hundred percent. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't I, think I just, that's a, like that. That's where they get their news from. That's where they like it. It has become their source of everything. So I believe the same, like you believe Facebook is, is, is T- ruining TikTok old people. would be youth. Yeah. I believe Facebook. Okay. We'll say TikTok. We'll just say it. Cause it, cause it's true. I believe TikTok is ruining young people. So you have two major demographics and they're both being swayed by shit. They see that some of it's true, some of it's not. So, because and, nobody fact checks anything. Yeah. They believe what they see on a video because it's there. And someone who that they like says it. So, exactly. Uh, who was it the other day I said, uh, well, when Jane Fonda said what she said the other day, I looked at my wife and I said, you know what's crazy? Is somebody somewhere that's got a job, somebody that gets paid for a living, watched that and looked at their husband and went, huh? I didn't know that. Did you know? I never thought about that. I guess racism is causing climate change, baby, or this, that. Yeah, I, like, I can see it. Yes. I can see it. Like, somebody that has children but out there. Because you have that type of mind that when you hear something, you, your mind says, bullshit. And you, you let me research this a instantly little. Instantly research it. Like, yeah, I know, of course. I know me and you do that same of thing course. at night. Like, yeah. I wake Go down up, wormholes. Yeah. I pull up a video. That's some bullshit. And I, then I pull up 10 videos in opposing view, you know, look up sources right. that would be, you right. know. You know what I call that? I've told you this before. When when something's bullshit, it's bullshit. Like, that's like, that's one of those things. It's like, all right, come on, man. That's bullshit. But when something is so far bullshit, you know what I call it? What? Bull pussy. <laughs> Jane Fonda got on the news the other day and just said a bunch of bull pussy. Like, Jane, well, shut up. Okay. It's Jane I'm Fonda. Not, I'm not right. going to pick out specific things, but just knowing who you're talking about. Right, that's talking, it. That's I mean, it. she's yeah. done that Again, it's not political. Now. It's just Jane. Now. I'm fine with being somebody being a climate change activist and all these things. Like, all these things, that's fine. I mean, yeah, but but I do believe truly one of the smartest things I ever heard, and, and I don't know if you'd heard this, but I'm going to pretend you had, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to see what you think. Your honest 100% opinion, okay? okay? Somebody said one time, a girl said, well, somebody like me, who I have a good job, but I don't have loads of money. I can't start a nonprofit. I, I can't, you know, uh, uh you know, I, I'm fixed on what I can and cannot do out there. I'm not a celebrity, et cetera, et cetera. How, what do I do to help combat social problems like climate change, for one, 
that it, I'm, I'm quoting her. You know, she's like, like climate change for one that that I believe is is going to take over the world, and and and, and you know that she's one of those in ten to twelve years we're not going to be here, et cetera. And the person she asked said, "Well, the first thing I would do is look and ask yourself." Is my bedroom clean? If it's not, then you don't need to go take on the world's problems. I, you I, need I, to I've listened, fix I've that. Listened to this. Yeah, you need to fix that. And then, and then, like, but I never thought about that. Like, so right. If you can't keep your home in order, you do not need to go out trying to tackle the world's, the world's issues, issues yeah. because things have to be in order for you to do that. I, I think very I think, intelligent. I think a lot of the people that do try to tackle those big world issues don't have their own, uh, their own shit together. Yeah, and, and again, we're 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 not talking about any one political side. Everybody from conservatives to liberals to this that a lot of people are the same way. Yeah, they they it's like they they go to do these things because they have no self esteem or no control over these other things, and they want to feel euphoric and they want to feel special and they want to feel like they're part of something yeah i get it and it, I mean, no, every, me too every, everybody wants to be a part of something but i thought it was one of the most intelligent things i ever heard and it kind of stopped me like stopped me in my tracks like i need to from now on i need to do that i mean it, true story when i heard it it was six eight months ago a year ago when i heard it i told mary the next morning and we went if you walk in my bedroom now like, there's not clothes laying over a chair. Or there's not, because it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we got to get our shit in order before we can tell our grandchildren, you know, hey, here's how you need to go about things. Like, I don't want to tell them that and then look around and go, man, I ain't listening to nothing he says. Look at the clothes over here and the stuff on the floor. It makes sense. It's hard to tell them to clean the room when the living room's a mess, right? That's exactly right. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of to that effect. I but I thought that. it was very intelligently said. And it's one of those things that, like, I, I've had a time or two where I've been able to use that in a conversation. Like, hey, I heard, not take credit for it, obviously, but I have heard someone say this, and I believe it to be very true. So uh, on that, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Wow. What do you think is the That's best? That's something you need to ask me pre-show. Oh, sorry. Wow. Well, I'm asking you now. <laughs> So I'll tell you mine, and I didn't have time to really think about it. It's just I've been asked that question before in the past, and I had to do what you did. I had to think about it a little bit, and, and I did, and it was like, yep, that's uh, that's it. My grandmother told me, a smart woman, she said, be careful how you treat people on your way up in the world because you're going to meet those same people on the way back down. Best piece of advice that's ever given, ever. Like, she was so right. I mean, uh, I, I consider myself to be somebody that's humble. I don't I don't want credit for things. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to say I don't want to be in the spotlight. I mean, I'm someone that, that you, I've spent you, a lot of my life. You do pretty with, well in Yeah, it. But, but, but it's not because I want people to adore me. It's just. I mean, it just happens. Sometimes, yeah, right. Sometimes, sometimes the spotlight just follows people around. But like my wife is the exact opposite. Not she treats people bad, but like she does not want any attention on her. Like she does not want attention. She doesn't want the room looking at her. She just wants, you know. And, and so I've often said, I'm like, well, when I walk in here tonight, that's what's going to happen. You're with me, and she's like, that's different. I don't want to be. I don't want you with me and the spotlight on me. 
you know. So, uh, I mean, it's just been times, but that's the best advice I, I was think, ever given. I think me and Heather are kind of opposite. But I think she wants she wants a spotlight. Opposite of each other or opposite, well, of, opposite that? of that? Okay, okay. I think she wants the spotlight, but not for greedy reasons. She wants to make people happy. Oh, well, one that's kind of, yeah. that was kind of in a nutshell me. I mean, that's yeah. exactly it. I want to do things for people. Because when you said that, people were like, oh, Kevo's greedy? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's no, all. No, uh, but that's it. I just, I want to do things for people. Like, if I could find a way to make a living doing something that didn't take a whole lot of time, but it would give me, you know, 75% of my time to go help people, that's what I would do. Yeah. That's, that's the dream one day. I tried that restaurant thing. It just didn't work out. But Maybe, you know. maybe Mega Church should be next. Mega church, huh? <laughs> Shit, okay. You Let's talk the, about this. You could be the, the 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 Monroe Joe Olstein. Oh my god, no, I don't want to be Joe. Why am I gonna be Joe Olstein? But cooler. Hey, like, okay, like, I was gonna say more like uh more down to earth. More like Jimmy Swagger. He was a good honest guy. Yeah, yeah. Jim <laughs> now, Baker. Uh, now what is the what is the one that I always talk about that that was really a good dude was Billy Graham. Like there are no more Billy Grahams. There are the rest of these people are crooks and they're like God. But Billy was his son was a tries. pretty good he tries, tries, but it ain't. Yeah, but right, you, you can tell. I hate to say this. I mean, my. You can tell when something's not quite genuine. No, sure you can. No, that's not. Uh, that's like, not like ridiculous. The, like the that's dude okay. who ran uh, Liberty, the last guy who got like caught, like uh, God, what was his name? Is Liberty a football play? No, Li- Liberty, the college, the, oh. the Christian college. <laughs> Um, his, I was his, like, da- his dad, I was like, his dad you get in the huddle, it. five four, five it. four, hot dog liberty. I don't know what that. His means. dad run it for years. Who was a really good Christian man, ran the college. Yeah, he died. His son took over, and you just got this feeling things aren't lining up. You know, pictures come out, and like, you let me ask stories. you something. Do you feel that is because? Do, do you sometimes feel that? We get that door, buddy. <laughs> well, do you sometimes feel that's the way it is because of the times? Because things are just—you can move that blanket. Yeah, there you go. Uh, because times are just changing. Because it, it, it's almost impossible to do anything today without access to porn, without access to affairs, without access to this. Without, I mean. I sometimes wonder, would Billy Graham have been as good a dude as he was in with today's technology? Or am I crazy thinking that? I don't know. I think it's kind of embedded in him. Um, but, you know, his son came out and it's like, well, I was never a Christian. Right. And it's like, right. you guys threw, threw that upon me. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, And I, and I don't want to, because Billy Graham was. I mean, if there was something about him, we don't know it, and... He was very good at hot. I'm not saying he was. I hope and pray that he is. He was the man that we all thought of because he was truly so. a good person. Right, right. I don't want anybody to be a bad dude ever. But, man, it's so easy to have access to just evil. Uh, and that's not from a religious standpoint. It's just from a human standpoint. Like, there's constantly access to vile shit. Yeah. We're not talking just porn. We're t- you know, Delphi, child sex rings, et cetera. You know, uh, one of my favorite things to watch, I don't know if you get uncomfortable about this, but or not, but 
when you see videos of pedophile hunters, you know, go in somewhere because, you know, this person in that store thinks they're going to meet a 12-year-old and an adult walks in like, hey, yeah, hey. I, I get hey. uncomfortable for both parties. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's my I don't want that confrontation. But I yeah, because you are I, very non-confrontational. I understand right, you're, it needs to be done, and and there's people, uh, well, you, there's the right people. You're, which do two it. things can be true at once. It, that needs to be done, but who I'm uncomfortable watching it. That's and that's yeah, okay. It's, it's like it's like uh, going back and watching uh, Chris Hansen. You know. Yeah. Oh just why, yeah. I mean, you you feel uncomfortable for both parties there. Because, yeah. You know what he's doing is is. You can tell he's not comfortable doing it. Uh, he got better as it went he on. Did, but, but, no, but you're right. Did, at first, it, but yeah, it was like, what the hell's going to happen? I, I, he's got a podcast out where he goes back and goes over some of those old things and tells you like what he was thinking in the time, Yeah, which is pretty cool. I saw one not long ago, uh, Mary and I watched, where, where these two guys are in the shop, like in, in like a man's shop, like on his property, you know, 50 yards from his front door and he's leaned up against something and the video starts with him leaned up against something just sitting there shaking his head and the other two guys are like well you need to tell her and and he's like I, i'm if you guys will just leave please you know so as they're walking out his wife's at the door like what's going on what what, what what's up so what do you need to tell me and he walks to the door and you can hear the audio but you see him telling her something and the two guys are like, I hope you're telling her the truth, man. And I'm walking off. And you see her, uh, well, not just see her face, but even from a distance, you see this complete and total just, what the fuck? And she goes, are you serious? And then she says that over and over and over. And next thing you know, that door shuts. And you know, like that, that, that person's life, it's over. Yeah. And, and it should be. I mean, you, with children, it's like, go have an affair with an adult. Look, I'm not the moral police. You ain't either. You know that. We, we both feel that way. Do what you do. You're not a horrible human being because you mess up. You are, however, a horrible human being when you intend on hooking up with a minor child for purposes of sex. You, I have no place for you. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. And some of those videos are just, I agree, some of them are like, oh, this is tough to watch. But then some of them, the people they're confronting are such assholes that yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, 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 I get mean, in there with them. But it, yeah, it, it, I have to be in a certain uh, headspace for that. In a mindset, yeah, I get there's that. Sometimes that comes across, and it's like, no, I can't, I can't listen to that right now. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of things that you're uncomfortable with, I say you, but people get uncomfortable with. <laughs> Did you? Uh, did you hear RG three the other night? Yes, I did. I heard it live, and I I kind of just like and you know it was on, but I was in the kitchen when it happened. You know, it didn't. I I, I guess I'm okay, or I'm not. It should it should have it should have hit me more. You don't know what to think, do you? Yeah, I just I kind of like just sit there with my open mouth, and I probably should have run the thing back and recorded it and, and sent it to you. Hold up now, what? But I was just like, he has said oh. some of the stupidest things anyway, and the stuff he has, I think, on the Washington Commanders uh, owner, Daniel Snyder, 
I think that's the only reason he really has a job, and I think he'll keep his job with nothing said. Dude, you have to ask yourself. So I ask myself that same question. I say, how is he in the position he's in? I've asked myself that same question, and and I don't quite get it yet. Well, I can kind of like probably figure things out because he was talking about this big tell-all book. And he was going to release so much dirt on Daniel Snyder yep. and the NFL. And then, and you know, that, that book was coming out in a certain month. And then all of a sudden, RG3's book didn't come out. And he's all of a sudden working for the NFL. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, I'm going to play this clip real quick. Okay. okay? All right. Let's check it out. Said that Jalen Hurts couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. You heard that correct. In case you're wondering what he said, you heard it correct. Afterwards, he said, when when confronted or asked about it, he said, "I meant to say, and, and I, I guess I could say this word because I don't because I've never heard this word in my life. I meant to say bugaboos. Yeah, all those bugaboos. Bugaboo." I don't know what that is. I've never heard that used as a racial slur. So that's why I'm kind of comfortable with saying no, it because I don't it think that's... It still does sound like it might have that no, origin. No, 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 I agree. I'm just saying I think he's lying. Oh, I don't think anybody's ever used that still, term. There's together. no doubt he's right. lying. That's, that's why, I, I guess that's why I'm comfortable saying it because I just think that's... Nobody's called anybody that ever unless you've had some three-year-old that could barely talk saying to his mom, you know, I mean... But I just wonder, and I do, why hasn't there been, why hasn't there been a, hey, hey, he said something the other night, we absolutely do not stand for, you know, he's going to be relieved of it, like, because I suspended. just, something, I mean, and, and you know what, you're right. I, I mean, he doesn't deserve, well, I say he doesn't deserve his job to be lost his job, but I'm honestly questioning why he has his job. Right. Not that he I don't want to say he has. He's done a horrible job. He he's he, to me he's better than uh, Moose Johnson or like yeah. some of the other athletes that have come on and tried. Right. I I just don't understand. Like I I never thought this would be be his career avenue. Like there's some quarterbacks like I sure. I expect Tom Brady to be an announcer. Even Drew Brees, and, and he like might, he might be horrible. At like it. they got rid of Drew fast, and I was like, dang, I thought. I know Drew. Drew we just was going to get better. He, he just he that. just got his hair. Yeah, he just got his hair back. I know he got new hair for that job, I, and then they fired. I know, and I'm like, I don't get that. But I was just, and I said what I said about you know, I expect there to be a, a somebody, you know, come on screen the next morning and go, hey, you know what what Robert Griffin the third said the other night is you know it's terrible, it's blah blah, because I'm just picturing if Steve Young said it. That's oh, where we'd be, man. If we had a piece of coal in Steve Bun's Steve's butt cheeks, oh my god, we would have dude! A diamond. Do you know how tight everybody's butt yes. clenched when he said that? I got clenched. Mine clenched when somebody texted me and and said, "Are you watching?" Blah blah. And I was I was like, "I'm in the kitchen." I mean, is it on? And I was like, "Yes." Can you rewind it? Okay, so I go and I rewind it, and then I went too far, and then they're like, "Damn it!" Just so I finally did, and dude, I. I went back and listened to it like four times. I was like, maybe he said something else. Yeah. No, he didn't. No. 
I, I just don't. Anyway, I, and I'm see that's how I am. I don't think anybody should be just. We're not talking slip of the tongue. Like okay, so he probably says that amongst his friends, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think he should be ruined for a slip of the tongue. No, no. Just like I don't feel like Steve Young should be if he said the same thing. Now, it's different if you get up there and, and you go. So, yep, uh, I never thought Jalen Hurts, you know, Jalen Hurts, I knew he was going to be a good quarterback, you know, blah, blah, blah. He shot all, the, you know what, I love Nazis, and I tell you what, like, that's different. Like, okay, yeah. that's not a slip of the tongue, <laughs> asshole. You're, you're, yeah. But, but this is, I do feel like yeah, he, he shouldn't be ruined. He's not Kanye in it, but. Boy, uh, howdy. But, I mean, he, he. Anybody else would be pulled aside and probably suspended for at least a week. Did you see the clip of Kanye? Uh, and I don't know if this is old, new, or what, because I, I I don't know. I'm just like, damn, how come I've never seen that? But I just saw it yesterday where he's got the zipper mask over his face, kind of like he's the, the gimp from Pulp Fiction, which is kind of freaky. Yeah. Um, but y- you do you. Um, but where he's talking to Alex Jones and, and he's saying how, you know, he loves Hitler yeah. and Hitler's I'm like, all right, buddy. Well, and, and, and I do, I truly believe I'm one of those that believes say whatever you want to say. Like there's nothing slanderous about you saying I love Hitler like that. You want to say that, say that there's consequences for that shit and there should be, but, but and, and then, you can say what you want to say. And then I seen a video where I think he's trying to cover his tracks, but he doesn't realize it's you went too far. Well, there's no way of covering it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, the average you, normal human being you didn't make that, that slip like RG three. Right. You doubled and tripled down on it. See, that's what I'm saying. RG three had a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Um, Kanye had a plan to shock people and went through with it. And hey, that may bite you in the ass, bro. He had like a video where he was like. Uh, talking about, oh, uh, well, you know, I'm not bipolar. I think I'm a little autistic. I might be a little autistic, but I, it's like little autism doesn't excuse you from being anti-Semitic. No, no like, I, it doesn't excuse you from any form of racism or bigotry. Yeah, or, yeah it does. You know what does, and, and it, I know you're you're hanging on that word, like, no, what excuses you from being, I know what you're thinking. Bill Burr put it about as good as I've ever heard anybody put it. When he was talking about John Wayne, um, well, when he was talking about Sean Connery, and he was like, you know, uh, Sean Connery dies, all of a sudden, eight minutes later, I can't even mourn my favorite James Bond because somebody comes up with something he said in 1971, and it was, he was on a talk show, and he said uh, about women, he was like, sometimes you gotta give them a little slap. And when people unearth that, Oh, my God. So we're canceling a dead guy. And Burr, I've never heard anybody put it so good. They're like, what are you shocked at? The guy was born in 1918 or or whatever. you like 1930. It's like in 1930, that's how men acted. Yeah, like 1930, that was normal. Men would slap a woman around. It's wrong, but it was normal. But he said, we cancel men. He's like, but you feminists. Y'all never look at women like Coco Chanel. Look at all she did. Did amazing things. But she was a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. And he said, go, just go to any research and see. And how do you, so I'm going to say something vile. Don't, y'all don't hate me. But he said, 
you know the piles of shoes and ashes and stuff out in front of the incinerators you see from the Holocaust days? She sucked the dick of the guy that did that. So tell me again, what did Sean Connery say? Yeah. Like, it was it was put well because well, there's a double standard with a lot of films. It is. I mean, I've, I've, I've been saying this about comedy and things like that. You can't, you can't hold today's or yesterday's comedians to today's standards. It, it, oh, God, it, no. It, 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 you go back and you look, and that got a laugh didn't it 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 wouldn't today and there's a reason why that joke wouldn't be told today which one about the uh you, sometimes you gotta oh oh well sean connery said that yeah. oh yeah oh I'm yeah sure, oh johnny carson i'm I think sure was, yeah. the audience was everybody laughed uh, yeah. about that it was it was it, but those those were the standards and and we're not saying that we're not better now for for our standards now 100 you, you can't hold him to a social uh that's it bubble for something that was back in the 70s. And, and, and I'm not wrong. Even in the 70s, people somehow excused a man giving her a little slap, you know, because she got out of line. She cussed me. She didn't make my dinner. And I, I don't think I that's the case. I didn't hear anybody in the 70s complaining about Ike beating Tina. Yeah, you know. That her, didn't happen till 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 eighties, nineties. Crazy, man. You know, uh just her uh son died just the other day. I uh, saw that. Yeah. And, and then I didn't realize I don't know how we're getting down this wormhole. I didn't realize that her youngest son, I believe it was, committed suicide a few years ago. Like I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh talk about a woman that's had a tough life. I mean yeah. Tina obviously she's a celebrity, she's rich, she's he put her, uh, I put her through the ringer. Oh, yeah. God almighty. But but back to, you're exactly right. And that's what we're doing. We're taking a, a little snippet of something Sean Connery said, you know, years, and then all of a sudden we're going, and, and this is what happened. If you watch, if he's your favorite James Bond, you're a bigot. Like, no, I'm not. I just. I mean, it's, it's okay to know that. Go back and watch some of the old things that you were watching when you was a kid. Go watch old Three Stooges oh. and some of the things that. Go, oh. a, a, a thing I went down to. Uh, the Three Stooges. You, you know, there's like 11, there's 11 Bugs Bunny cartoons that you can't show on TV now just because of the, um, the, the, the racial things that they had in it that was. Acceptable back then. They did a lot of blackface. They I still remember lot, yeah. the videos. I and, mean, and, it's not, and and that's it's totally fine. We not we do not want to bring it back. And as a kid, I, I didn't think let me be racist. But but if I'm gonna have a new drawn Bugs Bunny, it it's gonna be to this modern time, and that's what we want. Like we're yeah. not asking to be drawn. Don't go back and draw the things you did in the '60s and the '50s and the '30s. Yeah. It, no, we've we've moved beyond that. Right, and and you know, I just said something to you the other day about speaking of cartoons that um, Popeye's getting a getting a makeover after all these years. They're gonna make Popeye bisexual or transgender. Like why? 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 I, no, and people go, oh, the conservative is is doesn't feel good. No. I'm, Completely comfortable with nah, my sexuality. Just, I, what's the reason? Right. Like, what, what does, does that spinach do? Spinach make you gay now? Yeah, I mean, like, like what, what's what? I don't, I don't understand why you have to. That's change it. the tale. Somebody he that's was, been he was this married way. to Oliver. Yep. He has a kid, Sweet Pea. He has a, a bully named Bruno, or yeah, Bruno, 
Uh, it is Bruno. It's Bruno. Uh, Bruno. Shit, I don't Bruno, know. But Bruno. yeah, you're right. Whatever. Uh, he, he has a guy in town called named Wimpy who who asks for burgers. Yeah, and when I, I, mean, I talk about Mamie's son, Wimpy, that's that's what we want. Yeah, like I. That's it. If you look, if you want to make a bisexual transgender strongman, just start from scratch. Didn't do that. Just do that. But you don't don't take someone that's been a developed. I mean, I just think that's stupid. I, that's it. It's not creative at all. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't care. But start from scratch. I mean, make that character something. And and I just feel like it's ridiculous. But you're right. I remember watching cartoons. I remember Bugs Bunny. Like in my mind, I remember uh, uh, the one with the with the, the, the guy with the gun. Uh, Fudd, Sylvester, what would it, not Sylvester the Cat, but Elmer Fudd, Elmer Fudd who had the shotgun, yeah. getting shot or blown up, and, and, and the camera would, would change scenes, and he stood in there with blackface, you know, I mean, it like, as a kid, it was funny, it wasn't, no. I didn't look at that as, as, I mean, boy, now, how, now when you watch Pepe Le Pew, he kind of has a little rapey vibe, you're like, oh. It's kind of a little uncomfortable there, you know. But yeah, but Dave Chappelle talked about the pimp. I mean, the pimp, uh, the count. You know, he's like he was a pimp. I mean, you think about it. One, two, <laughs> give me my money. You know, like he was right. That was a damn. But yeah, things we all, were different back then. But and, we all turned out okay. Yeah, we've we've grown since then. Do, you know, again, speaking of these are accidental lead-ins, but uh, I said the other day that I feel like Gen X which is our generation, I feel like that's the last. And obviously there's exceptions to every rule, of course. But I feel like that's the last of the uh, hardworking, determined generation as a whole. Like I feel like after that, everybody now is just like, it is so bipolar. I, I think it's there'll be there's ebb and flows to that. I, I think, and 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 like um, each each generation kind of has that uh, that feeling. Like if you if you went back to the you know the World War Two guys, you know they look at look at the next generation like you bums. You know we went all we went all, you know across right. the seas and fought for our country, blood and and you guys. You barely like, all you do is like sit in a factory day to day. You know you don't do anything manly or you know it's like you never even shot a guy. <laughs> like, uh, you're okay. not a you're not a man until yeah. you take a guy's gun from me, beat the shit out of it with him, and shoot him. Right? Yeah, you know? you're you're right, grandfather. You're you're, you're right. right. And, uh, and you know that that you just said something that I don't know if you meant to say, but it's such a true statement. If my and, and I wasn't alive to meet either one of my grandfathers. Now I got my grandfather's flag, folded flag, because I was the last grandchild born before he died, and he always said that's who he'd go to. So luckily me, but I never got to meet either one of them. But had I, and he would have said that to me, like you're not a man until blah blah. I would have just went, yes sir. Yeah. I wouldn't have argued with him and said, you know, you're a pathetic bigot, right? Like I wouldn't have done that. And I think there's a lot of that today. I think, I, I think I still think we can learn from our. Ch <laughs> I don't know what Joe's doing. Oh, it's okay. I mean, you know, whatever, Joe. I, I still think we can learn from those generations. Yeah. Um, but it, it goes back to that something we've said. We've said it time and time again, and people are going to get tired of hearing it. But it's true. 
the idea that people get so fucking offended over everything all the time. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. It is so difficult to even say anything. I mean, it's just crazy. I'm building up kind of a, an emailer, like a mailer, you know, for my company. Yeah. And I literally was going to do, I'm going to do like a, a dad joke of the month because I'm going to do one a month, a mailer. And so I'm looking down through dad jokes and I'm telling you right now, can't say that. I can't use that. That is so funny, but I can't say it because somebody yeah. is going to get pissed off. And it's so trivial. Well, but I will say that's that's one of the issues we have right now. And it's not just the generation that's here. It's, it's like every generation uh, that, that is, that's come after it that's still alive. We are so ready to be offended about it. Anything and everything. You're and we right. look for it. Look at the we people. We look for it. How many Generation Xers? And I'm, I'm going to tell you, no, they're still hard workers. They're still ambitious. But how many of them have let the news or celebrities or whatever else entice them into that mentality? Like, they're Generation Xers that all of a sudden now, they're they're the woke leaders. Of, and I just look at them like, what the? Well, it drives me crazy, like, especially, like, movies and, like, entertainment and, like, people don't realize that certain entertainment is made for certain people and certain people aren't going to consume it and have it. Uh, Christians do this a lot, like, where they'll see something that offends the shit out of them and then they'll be like, well, you know, you shouldn't watch this series because this happened. And then you know what the next part, the next Christian does? I watched it, and you were right. Mm. Well, why did you, you? Well, and I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's the monopoly that Christians have. Well, no, but no, I know what you mean. Everybody has. I, that's, I, mean, yeah. I just use that as an right. example. But uh, but I, it, I see that I see that a lot. Yeah, as it, somebody that calls myself a Christian, a sinner, I mean, I do one hundred percent. I have Bible study time every morning, every night of my life. I pray, etc. I uh, had a food truck at one time. We were set up at a bar, and right across the street from the bar, there was a gay bar. And there was this group of what I call extremists. Like, when you say Christians, say stuff like you just said, those are extremists. Those are not, at, to me, at all. They do not represent the everyday, hardworking, blue-collar Christian. Because I do believe I sin. I know what's a sin. That's not up to me to decide. That's up to God to decide. So, I, But for me to stand out on that street and chastise you and condemn you for what you're doing, that's not at all what the Bible I read. I, I read it, too. That's not what I get from it. First off, we have to love, forgive, and let God and them work it out. Like, I just truly believe that. But standing out there i remember one night walking across the street going hey can we have a conversation i'm a christian and not if you're over there you're not all right we could agree to disagree that's fine no we cannot we will not have a conversation unless you leave from over there and you pray and you ask for forgiveness and and, and you know we want to see you like first off i'm not praying to you that's the problem is they become so enamored with the fact that they feel they're like the, uh, they're they're the uh, the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, like it was. I mean, you can ask Mary. Like 
you're asking me to pray, get on my knees and pray to you? Like, that just pissed me off. Like, no, that's not, not nobody that would ever, I call a Christian, would ever do that. No, not man. But they would not have a conversation with me. Not an argument, just, hey, let's just calm down and talk for a second. I just want to hear why you think you need to hold that sign that says, you know, alcohol is, is alcohol is the mix and homosexuality or, or sex before marriage. It was all the, you know, like, yeah, but nobody would have a conversation well, with me. The, and it's coming from a Christian. The, you know? the, the woke version of that would be the, what well, he's not Italian. How can he play a, an Italian plumber in a movie? Oh yeah, right. You, you know what I'm saying? It's right. just the to nitpick. Just like I heard the best definition of woke today. That seriously made me stop in my tracks. I thought I've never heard anybody put it to me that way. Somebody said, "You know, what do you when somebody's woke? Like, how would you define it?" And it's best way I've ever heard. They said they're the firefighter and the arsonist at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to tell you what you need to do to put, but the whole time they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing what they're, and I thought it was brilliantly put, man. Brilliant. Do you, uh, look, you got to pee? Uh, Joel, Joel, hey, man, you don't, you, you can just go. I tell you what, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to tell, uh, our amazing listeners, uh, uh, about this real quick hey be sure to shut that door too so dude don't run in and yeah uh but however so let me tell you this uh, uh when we do this podcast i smoke a cigar and uh when i do i have what is called a fat bottom betty it is from our friends with deadwood tobacco and deadwood is exactly where you would think it is that's right in deadwood uh i wasn't a big cigar smoker i may have smoked one a year or so and then I smoked one one day, and it was okay. And I thought, you know, I need to, I'm, I want to do this more regularly. So I go, I look, I do my I research, and I'm doing, and I never found Fat Bottom Betty in my research or anything. But I go into a cigar shop, my, you know, it's probably my 10th, 12th time. And I remember telling the guy, like, man, I, I don't really like anything I've got. It's okay. but, And so I told him I wanted something sweet and when I said sweet, walked right up, gave me the fat bottom Betty, and I don't, I, I don't see any need to do anything else now. It is smooth. It's sweet. It's perfect. It's affordable. I'm telling you, Deadwood Tobacco. Those guys are uh, every product they make is freaking sensational. So, uh, uh, it comes in different sizes though. You know those Gorditos or those Churchills or whatever. Man, it takes an hour and a half, two hours to smoke that thing. Like, I don't have that kind of free time. You know. Because you go outside, like, hey, I'm going to smoke this real quick. Next thing you know, your wife's in bed. She's been waiting on me naked. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know, honey. I, I was. <laughs> so my friends at Deadwood, I blame you for the other night when I didn't get any because I, I wanted to finish your delicious product. So there's that. So anyway, uh, um, do you have a lot? I guess let me figure out how I want to ask this. Is there someone that you're around on a regular basis that maybe you don't want to say, I don't know, but that is just too woke for you? Like, shit, man, I just... I because I, I usually just walk away from people. Right. Like, not, not, not that you couldn't be friends with them. No. It just, just hasn't 
it, it, presented it's, itself to be. If someone gets into a conversation, I just I don't want to engage. I just kind of veer yeah. off of it. Yeah. So I, you're not going to change anybody by right. by disagreeing with them or arguing with them. Or. Generally speaking, uh, I feel like it sometimes makes it worse. Yeah. Like. I, I believe people could change their mind. I do. I believe people can change the way they think and feel. Of course I do. But it's not going to come from someone that is that definition of woke, that arsonist and fire. It's not going to happen. Well, that, that's what, like, when when I always see, like, a protest happen and then a counter-protest, like, right there. Like, you, you're not – you've done no good. Like, there's, there's nothing that's going to change by you counter-protesting a protest. Like, just let the protest happen. Let it die. Let it walk away. Well, and it's everybody's right to do it's that. Everybody's and, right. and I truly feel if you're and doing it, it you can be loud. It's your right to counter protest. Yes. I'm just saying, most times nothing good comes from it. Or, or, or sometimes I say, save that pro, like, save it yeah. for your own day. Your own like, person, you know, yeah. do it the next weekend there or something. Like, if you felt that the issue was that important that you counter protest, then maybe you should have got your own protest to begin with, or or, or create your own. Right? Yeah, you know, do it saying. another weekend, another day. But I, I like, I truly, in my heart of hearts, one hundred percent feel. I feel this is gonna sound stupid, but I feel patriotic when I see people protesting, whether it's they're protesting about something that I am. Um, you know, not on their side with. It doesn't matter because I do feel it's our right as Americans to get out and express things of that nature. What I don't like is the the loud in your face when you walk by, you know, people trying to, like those Christians that are on the corner. You know, great example. And again, I shouldn't say Christians. Christian, I should say those extremists that were on the corner with the, uh, you know, uh, do you know God? Are you going to drink that beer? Well, if you do, you're going to like. We can't have a conversation like that. Yeah, like that's that's not having a conversation. So uh, that I don't like. But the idea that people protest, great. I mean, that's supposed to be what we do. We do it, and I don't feel people should show up a- and create violence either side. I don't. Yeah. At all. Well, that's usually what happens. Right. It, somebody both sides. Somebody goes right. Over, over. Yeah. Somebody gets over. I saw one. It was like a. It was a people protesting. Well, not protesting. They were actually protesting in support of Iran's women and you know the people that are are getting killed and executed. You know, for standing up to their their regime. And then like some some big old dude just comes up and he, he's. I don't know what got him so mad, but he was like saying. I was on your side now. And then he starts yelling out just like F I ran and F, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and you could just see it bubbling up. And eventually mm-hmm. he ends up in cuffs, getting taken away and saying, I was the one assaulted. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing is, is it, it, first off, I don't, when, when people are yelling, even if you're the protester, when you're out there yelling at somebody, you're not going to change nobody's mind that way. There's no, no way on earth. So let them, let everybody, again, don't care what side you're on. Let them do it. It's their right to do it as long as they're not creating violence. And that means touching people, grabbing people, whatever. Uh, great example, not a protest, but 
Mary and I went to never do this again. Mary and I went to the Bengals Houston Texans playoff game in like 2014 or 13, whatever year it was. And uh, I tell you how bad it was. Uh, Andy Dalton was nine of 24 for 93 yards. That's how. No, no, I'm sorry, 39 yards. That's how bad it was. Wow. AJ Green had one catch for six yards. Like it was bad. So we got beat, obviously. After the game, we're walking out of the stadium, you know, like literally laughing at the fact that that was the kind of performance we paid playoff ticket money to see and give it to Andy Dalton. Boy, he could do it. But we're walking, and Mary has on a Bengals, uh, you know, shirt or whatever, and a guy runs up to her and grabs her. Nope. You can, it's your stadium. Like, you can get in front of us and go, ah, you, you like, uh, that's fine. That's fine. More than likely, I'm going to go, you're right, we do suck, man. God, we're pitiful. But when you touch my wife, like, yeah. all bets are off then. And, you know, he was drunk, and, you know, I, I, I grabbed him back and got him, I put him on the ground and was like, don't ever, and Mary's like, he's just drunk, but. That's the problem, though, Mary. Nobody says anything to him, and like, you can't do that. Same way with protests. Like, don't do that. Yeah. You know, if you're going to protest her wearing a Bengal shirt, you know, just do it like a normal fan and just be an asshole. But don't, don't be an abusive asshole. Yeah. You know. Uh, speaking of, speaking of abusive assholes, no. um, buddy. So, for those that don't know, I am a diehard Bengals fan. This was not Burrow. Uh, this was, I became a Bengals fan in 86. Boomer was quarterback, I believe, or Kenny. One, I can't remember. Okay, can't remember. Anyway, so every year of my life, every year of my life, since 1997 when Sunday ticket was available, I got Sunday ticket. And I watched this dreadful franchise just every week. <sighs> and it is a weird time now. Like Sundays, like we've had this year where I'm waiting for us to do what we do and lose a game, it's not happening. And they don't. Because we have the leadership now that um, – but but that being said, you're a Bills fan. Yes, sir. All right, so this week we have the uh, – we have Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. And then next week we have Tom Brady's old team, the Patriots, in Foxborough. You know how wonderful that weather could be this time of year. Yeah. But, but you're used to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, that's that place has four seasons, and winter is a tough one in Cincinnati. But then, so so this is week 16 or 15. Oh, so week 15 we're in right now. So week 15, Tampa. Week 16, we have uh, New England. And then week 17, what used to be the last week of the year, we have the last Monday night football game of the year and we host your Buffalo Bills yes, against sir. my Cincinnati Bengals. I was hoping these two teams would have their playoff berth and, and their sort of uh, their their seating where it was, and uh, then that game wouldn't. It looks like it's going to mean everything. I know to it. To both teams. And that is not at all what I wanted. No. I don't even know. Somebody was asking me today, like, what are y'all going to do? And I was like, I'm just going to watch a game, I guess. I mean, I'm not – you know, but you know, I cheer for a good game, right? I mean. Well, okay. So if you're if you haven't seen it, this is quite the spectacle. 
because Joel, I've watched games obviously on Sundays, like when the Bengals don't play or they're later in the day or they're the night game or something. I sit here at Joel comes to my house every Sunday. It's a ritual. We get together, we cook, we watch both teams. And I've watched Joel play or his team play. And I will sit there and stare at him. And, and like the Bills will make a mistake or they'll get screwed by a ref, bad call. Something. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, you're not mad? And he's like, yeah, you know. Well, I can't tell. Like, I'm so upset for you. Like, I want you to get mad. And Joel is so laid back. He's just like, eh, it sucks. And I've seen him go, shoot. Like, damn, he was mad at that. Like, last year, that Bills KC game. Oh, that killed me. The divisional round. Allen throws that touchdown. And, and then the Chiefs get the ball back with 13 seconds. I literally was saying, not out loud, because I know better. You, you, I'm thinking you to myself, this got, is it. This is it, baby. Yeah. We are going to Buffalo next week yeah. to play in the AFC Championship because we had beaten Tennessee the night before. I was like, this is, this is it. This is where it's going to happen. And I will be damned if in 13 seconds. Holy moly. Then it goes to overtime. Y'all got the ball first. I mean, uh, they got the ball first. Now, what's interesting about that, I thought this was funny. In that game, they, they, go, they go out to middle field, flip a coin. The Chiefs get the ball. Buffalo never had a chance to get the ball. They drove down, scored a touchdown. So, they win. You were – now, you weren't what I consider – killed you because I mean like you, I mean you were just I mean in 10 minutes you were like oh well we and I was like fuck there's no way there's no way I would have and it's not because I hate you know it's not because I necessarily hate the other team unless it's Cleveland Baltimore Pittsburgh that's different it ain't because I hate the other team nothing to do with that it ain't because I hate the other fans it's sincerely because Somebody that's been a fan of the team like I've been, you've been a Buffalo fan. Everybody knows four straight Super Bowl losses. Yeah. And last year to get where we did, and then just if we'd had a half a second longer, and it, it's, it, it's more to me than just a game. And I know people go, Jesus Christ, you get so upset over a game. It's not. It, it's it's not. It is. It is something bigger than that. And I get so frustrated. And it's nothing to do with the fans or nothing to do with the uh, the hate the other team, nothing like that. But I sit and I think, that's going to be difficult because I'm so animated and you're not. And and obviously, it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. But uh, when you score a touchdown, I see you. You're like, yes. When we score a touchdown, <laughs> you were like, damn, he thinks they won the Super Bowl, guys. It was just uh, – and so I'm, I'm, but I know going in that you know that, yeah. You know that I'll hug you when that game's over, and we'll still be best friends, and it's not gonna matter. I, I mean, I just hope that it's a good called game. That there's, you know, it's no no controversy. We don't have any bad calls, and uh, best best team wins. And Whoever I goes th- out there and performs the best. And, and I feel, and I feel like, uh. I, I think you'll agree with me. I feel like no matter who's win, uh, who's win, what did I say? No matter who wins, there's, I'm going to go on and say right now, there's a 75, 80, 
100% chance these two teams are going to see each other again. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it may be Cincinnati. It, it may be back in Cincinnati. It may be in Buffalo. But I just feel like they're going to see each other again this year. So, I keep telling myself that. Well, I think the game is probably going to decide where it's at. If, you know, I think if Buffalo wins that, they're going to clinch it out. You know. Most likely. I mean, I, we got we got to take care of business the next couple weeks. We have a lot of division games. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, I say, th- like we have, obviously we have Tampa, New England, and then the Jets. So, we have uh, an out-of-conference game. But then we have two games against teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. So, those games do matter. Well, your game's left. Uh, don't you have three division games left? I think we have Miami. Uh, we should have uh, New England again. I think so. And then you guys. Yeah, so you got and Cincinnati, we, we Miami, end, New England. And then we end on a, we end on somebody again. Maybe <laughs> the Jets? No. No, you played the Jets twice. I don't I'm going to pull up the schedule yeah. real quick. But uh, the funny yeah, thing it about... Is, it is divisional. The funny thing about uh, Kansas City getting the ball first in that divisional game, well, nothing's funny to you about it, but why I pull this up is Kansas City gets the ball first. They go down in overtime. They go down, score, Buffalo never gets a chance to get the ball back. Yeah. Fast forward a week later, it's the AFC Championship game in Kansas City, which... I was asked that next morning, we're buying tickets. Do you want to go? And I was like, I, I can't emotionally handle that there because I, I get very passionate and I don't. I just couldn't do it there. Yeah. So I stay. Now, Cincinnati goes down 21 to 3. No, I'm sorry, 24 to 3 at halftime. It's not good. Yeah. We come back, tied up, 24 all. And they flipped the coin for overtime. Kansas City won. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah, their Twitter page, whoever runs their Twitter page, tweeted, we won the toss. I believe that was the kiss of death. I I know, I know, it doesn't matter what they tweet, what's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. But do you know how sweet it was for that tweet to come out, and then the Bengals homepage be able to tweet ten minutes later? We you did, but we won the game. Like yeah. it was just, and and I believe now between the 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 Bengals and the Chiefs, I feel like maybe even that's becoming more of a rival than the Bills and the Chiefs. Is that crazy? Well, no, it's because you you guys got their number. Which I don't understand. We don't have anybody. We've never I, had numbers. I know, but you... <laughs> like, we don't have you numbers. You guys have, have their number. They have not beat you. And and that's why I'm one of those that doesn't want to play them in the playoffs again. Oh, the uh, odds of you no. beating AT four straight times. No, I want them out. I don't round. know that it's I ever want, happened. I think the only way it happens, though, if there's a fluke. I, and, and I don't mean a... permanent injury, but just a fluke little, like, you know, an injury that he can't perform would be if Mahomes goes down. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mean like a division game, like Bengals Steelers or Bills Jets or nothing like that. I mean, uh, two teams in the same conference but not in the same division. I, I don't know that it's ever happened that a team beat somebody four times in a row. Yeah, 
And especially every game has had playoff-like implications. Yeah. That's what's crazy. And just uh, – but you, then you have Patrick Mahomes' wife, who she's so precious. She is so precious. Wonderful. Yeah, somebody tweeted a, a picture of the ref, and they put their shirt in black and orange, and they were like, the Bengals' best player. And I'm like, you know, it just – they cannot take losses well. No. I can tell you, I don't – so let me rephrase that. I mean, I get angry over loss, yeah. But I have never, even the Super Bowl, I never. I'm not going to blame a ref. There'll be bad calls. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't, a team shouldn't put themselves in a situation where it matters. I mean, you'd think they would have that memory. I mean, they had Alex Smith as his quarterback for years. Oh, I mean, man. Good God. He, he, was, he was amazing in the regular season and in the first game of the playoffs to be out. Right, I mean, you know. They, they should be used to losing. He's games. probably and see we are too because we had Andy Dalton went to the playoffs five times, one and done every time. That's what that's what we do. So last year that's what I expected because that's what happens when you're a Bengals fan. Like yeah. So to be where we were and even now it's just surreal to think. I mean y'all have been good now for three or four years. Like I remember the game with you at two dudes where the Bills and the Texans were playing. And it was strictly the, the the Texans won that game because it was a young Josh Allen. Yeah. He was the gunslinger, young, and he just made a bad throw at the – I think it may have been overtime or something. Like he just made one of those throws that he wouldn't make today. It was barely – I think it was a low, really low score on that because we lost that and then we lost the Jags. Yeah. A really low-scoring playoff game. So, y'all have – Dolphins, which is a division game. Yeah. All right. The Bears, which is out of conference game. It's not a give me anymore because the Bears are looking better, but I expect y'all to handle business. Then y'all have us in Cincinnati. And then you end the season in the season. I can't talk. In the season with the Patriots in Buffalo. That happened last year, too. Y'all ended the season with the Patriots, didn't you? Because y'all shellacked them. Like you. I think y'all. If we came out of that three and one, I'd be okay. Now I, that means we probably would lose the the lead on the division because it doesn't look like Kansas City is going to lose. Well, I don't know, Joel. I mean, uh, who, who do they have? Let's let's see who they have. I I, I feel like, and, and you know, I don't understand. I don't know why, but I feel like. Maybe it's a personnel thing. I don't know. But I hate to get all technical with people. But I've watched us three straight games. Primarily, not all the time, but primarily in those games. Drop eight and rush three. And it stymies Patrick Mahomes. He just cannot. And one of those three is just a bandit. Yeah. Or, 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 or the guy out there in the middle is kind of a bandit watching Mahomes the whole time. Like, I sometimes wonder, if is it a personnel thing, or why don't more teams try that? Is that I mean, crazy? It is personnel. I mean, some people don't have the, the three up front that can get any pressure at all. Yeah, uh, Hendrickson, Hubbard, and then uh, Reader. And then, you know, Hendrickson broke his wrist last week. Played the entire fourth quarter with a broke wrist. Yeah. And he'd get his ass back out there. I need him. Uh, so, the Chiefs have, uh, let's see, they have, oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Uh the Texans that talk about a just a terrible football team. Good Lord. Now, they have the Seahawks, but in Kansas City. Uh, 
they have the Broncos in Kansas City. Yeah. And then they end the season in Vegas. So they got four wins. I mean, you, you don't you don't look at any of those games and say, eh, it's going to be tight on them. I mean, the, the, it's it's up to them. They got to go out and play the game, but I, um, the only the only positive is they are the hunted. I I I I mean, the Raiders that that would be the the Broncos the and the Raiders are the two that because eh, it's division. Yeah, that's it. They just play each other harder. I mean, you know how it is. Well, I mean, the Broncos harder. almost beat them. The other day, yeah. But so it's a twenty-eight is, to nothing lead. Is Russ going to be back? And and was that just KC letting off the gas? Well, even if they let off the gas, I believe that's still an issue. That the if they let off the gas, whether or not they let off the nut doesn't matter. I mean, you know as well as I know. You've said it during your games. I've said it during mine. We cannot let our foot off the gas. Like, we got to keep – in Kansas City, that was a prime example. If they did, that almost bit on the ass. Yeah. And, and so, uh, I don't know what sometimes – Andy Reid, they'll probably win the Super Bowl now that I'm saying this, but sometimes it just makes me wonder, when they score with ease like they do, like, why does that stop, Andy? Like, you're in the NFL. You're, it's never a give me. Mm-mm. But it just always seems like it they changed, do that. His play calling changes. He starts going more run. Um, Which is great, you know, yeah, in the I mean, fourth quarter maybe. He's trying to, take, yeah, trying to take time. So, this question was asked today of somebody. Uh, no, I know it was. Colin Cowherd asked Joe Burrow this question. They do you – know, Burrow does this weekly podcast. And he said, the Mahomes, the play he did the other day, where he's running like out of bounds, and it's like he, he flipped just it. flipped, like he was throwing a grenade out of the foxhole. Yeah. He asked Burrow. He said, "Do you think he practices those plays?" I'm asking you. Do you think he practices that, or do you think sometimes that's just at the moment what he does? I think he does. Which which practice I think he it? Practices. I think he does. I think he. I think he has like some improvision. I think he he practices different arm angles. You know, there's no way to be that accurate without like changing that arm angle like that. You just, I mean, you've got to have some muscle memory there for mm-hmm. it. You know, it, it says a lot about a team too, like a, a somebody's defense, because they do face their own quarterback. And I know it's not you know all out, but. It's always made me wonder why that Kansas City defense isn't better. Because Cause, cause they never win. They they probably never win. You know what I'm saying? No, no, right, 100%. But I'm like, damn, you would think they would be. He's, I mean, is he the best quarterback in the league today? My feelings aren't going to be hurt if you say no, but Josh Allen, don't worry. I'm not, not arguing that at all. I just, I'm asking you. Performance-wise right now, I think he is. I mean, it's not it, that doesn't mean that I think he's he's like gonna he, win it right. His arc is the best in the league. Is he the MVP right now? And this is Joel, and yeah. I don't care. I, I mean, don't. yeah. If if I see if I see uh, Josh Allen start throwing three hundred yard games and and no interceptions as we we come into the last part of it, then I'd probably vote for Josh. Uh, I, right now, it's between it's Mahomes and Burrow, though. I mean, they're they're the two that have performed the best. So everything I've read, it's 
pointing to Jalen Hurts oh, is going to win it. Hurts. I mean, how do you feel about that? I guess if he continues to play throughout the season the way he's playing now, I'd be okay with that. Well, number one, I just what feel, a difference. I just feel like his system is he's he it's a lot it's a lot easier to throw to wide open people. Um, I think his system gets people wide open. I mean, it's a great it's a great offense. Uh, so I, I got to ask you. Uh, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you Philadelphia's schedule. Um, so, they started the season with, uh, here we go, uh, the Lions. Uh, and Detroit's a hell of a lot better team than they ever have been. They, that, sucked, that's early awesome. they yeah. sucked early well, on. They sucked early on. Philly only beat them by three, but it's first week of the season, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of teams play each other different. You know, yeah. Tampa Bay beat Dallas first week of the season. So, yeah. uh, all right. Then they shellacked the Vikings uh, 24-7. And then uh, they played division game against the Commanders. They won 24-8. Then they played the Jags, 29-21. Then they played the Cardinals. They won by three. Then they played the Cowboys. Uh, they won by uh, nine. Then they played the Steelers. They shellacked the Steelers. Then they played the Texans, 29-17. Commanders beat them, 32-21. I believe that was Monday night football, too. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. Big win for the Commanders. Uh, then they played the Colts, 17-16. That was a Monday night football game, too. One was Sunday night, one was Monday night. That's what it was. Uh, they they barely beat the Colts, but they did. Uh, they beat the Packers, 40-33. They shellacked the Titans, 35-10. That's a team that has lost three or four to row now. Damn. Damn. Uh, and then they beat the Giants, 48-22. So I ask you, they may run the table and whoop everybody's ass. I'm Whatever. What what game in there do you see as a who? Damn. I, I mean, I, yeah, because you, I I don't put any of the games that are in your division as saying that you like you beat somebody. Everybody plays each other tough in division it's, games. Yeah, it's it's a little. It's, I mean, it's good that you win them because you got you got yeah to, you got right. to. But but is there any win there that you go? I mean, the, the the Cowboys, but like I said, it was it was early on. Yeah, that was uh, what was that week? October 16th, so week five or six. I don't think six. they do it again. You don't think they beat the Cowboys again? Mm-mm. Are the Cowboys as good as advertised? Like, do you think they're as good as that record is? Oh, they're they're as good as when they show up. But the, the Cowboys have this way of just I, – I don't know what it is. It's coaching something. I mean, we should yell Jason Garrett, you know, about it, that they always show up like kind of lackluster at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game. Like yeah. like they're not prepared to play a football game. Right. Um and this year it's kind of been patchy. They they've done they've showed up, started out strong, started out fast, and in other games they've kind of looked, you know, kind of lackadaisical till the third, fourth quarter. All right, so we'll see. I mean, I think I think Roster wise, I think Dallas matches up pretty good. Um, they're going to get a good rush on them. Mm-hmm. You got the DBs to cover. Yes, they do. That, and and again, that offensive line for Dallas is playing as good as any yeah. other offensive line in the league, too. Man, yeah, I, I mean, don't know if, if you shut down their run game two 
Yeah, games. between Pollard and uh, uh, Zeke, I and mean, then and we're talking about this is the time period that that you should be shutting them down. If early in the season, you say you won. Yeah, that's a win. That's great. Can you do it now? So let me ask you this: Take your team out of it for a second. All right, take off any Bills colored glasses, and I'll do the same. Saying that the Bills aren't in it right now. Let's say they suck this year, for instance, okay? Who do you see in the Super Bowl? If the Bills aren't in it. I mean, in the AFC. Be honest. It's it's either either Kansas City or Cincinnati. I mean, in the NFC, it could could be, be, I mean, I could see Minnesota going. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. No, I'm just, not. I don't mean that it's like just what because, the hell. I just, just, uh, I, I could see that game. I could, I could see Minnesota beating the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, you, you ask like what teams could beat them? Sure, sure. Minnesota. Could. Minnesota's a very uh, Jekyll and Hyde kind of deal some days. But yeah. I tell you what, t- today, I'll put that receiver of theirs up against anybody. Good yeah. God, he's good. God, he's good. And, and number two ain't bad either. No, no, not at all. So I mean, yeah, uh, Minnesota could beat them. I mean, I I think Dallas could beat them. Yeah, I believe the NFC is uh is more open than a lot of people think. Like there, I do not think Philly's just going to easily run everything and make it. No, I think I it's going to be a challenge. I understand they've only lost one game, but the 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 quality. It has something to do with it, uh, the quality of the schedule. Yeah. Uh, if the Eagles were in the AFC, they would not be. No, I, I don't you believe know, so and, either. And, like, know, we have a humdinger and, of and, a schedule. And the Shit. NFC got to say that for so many years mm-hmm. for when the Patriots, you know, the Patriots dominated. That's right. And, you know, and, yeah, you're right. They they had a soft division. And yep. They were able to march through un- unscathed and healthy. So, I mean, to me, that's going to be the key to everybody's health. See, that's that's exactly my big worry because uh, it seems like we've got some dinged up. Like, we got Boyd, Finger, I don't know if he's playing this week. Hendrickson, Rist, I don't know if he's playing this week. T. Higgins didn't even play last week because he pulled a hamstring in warm-ups or he tweaked it. I don't know if he's playing this week. But what has shocked me? Is I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and are you ready? Trent Irwin. <laughs> what? I don't know where he came from as far as like I know he's been on the practice squad, but I mean it's like he was given an opportunity and was like, I'm not wasting it. Burrow said today that he they have Irwin running routes that Jamar runs when Jamar's not in the game. Yeah. And that's crazy. This white guy with long hair, I mean, it's just like, what the hell? So, it's very good, but it we've got to get those people back healthy before we do anything or else. You're not going to beat playoff teams consistently with with your three best receivers sideline. Like, it's not no, going to happen. No. Then you had Hayden Hurst, you didn't play last week. I mean, like we got to get these people healthy. Like I said, yeah, health, health is going to have everything to do with it. Yeah, uh, but I tell you who I'm more uh, proud of than anybody, though, and that's damn uh, Samaj P. Ryan. I mean, I said the other day, uh, a trivia question, who holds the FBS 
single game rushing record in college football. Samaj P. Ryan with 426 yards. Like, I didn't know that. It was a trivia question, and I yeah. felt like an asshole for not knowing it. But <laughs> the guy was good. I, I think he's been good. He's a different runner than Mixon. Yeah. And it is – it is a brutal run. Well, Mixon's really good uh, catching the ball too. Yes, Samaje, it's just something. Yeah, it's something different there. Mm-hmm. It's it's that that reaction time from the time he catches the ball. Right, his burst I think is quicker. So why do you feel like like Buffalo has everything? I mean, they have the receivers. They have the their defense is freaking very underrated. That I mean, y'all are ball hawks. I I mean I mean it. Do you sometimes wish if you could talk to your head coach, go, would y'all please get us a hard nose downhill in your face, smack you in the mouth running back? We we had him. And it Which would work. We had uh, Moss. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 our our blocking schemes and our offense just does not work for a, a beat 'em up style. It's it's gotta be the the finesse. The finesse quick uh, the biggest beat up we got is uh, Hines. I mean. So, if you were grading your run game, what would you give it? I think it's a C. Okay, I mean, yes. It's, it's, it, it's definitely shown – we've shown the possibilities with it um, the last few weeks. You know, people are like, well, you're, you're not blowing people out anymore. And I'm like, no, we're not because we're actually running the ball. You know, we're we're keeping the game close and and learning to win close games, which that was the problem y'all Very kept important. saying early in the season that we we don't win close games, we can't win close games. So now that we're doing it, everybody's saying, "Well, y'all can't blow anybody yeah. out anymore." I don't understand the criticism you heard. I told you about the reporter. I don't know if you went and watched it, but a reporter is talking about point scored, blah blah blah, yeah. whatever. And then he says to Josh Allen, he says. This doesn't look like a Super Bowl winning offense, and I loved Allen's answer. He said, "Okay, I think," and uh, just turned his head. I think things are about to click. Well, a little, little different. I think, which is bad for your other teams. I think the piece they just added uh, is is gonna. Well, for one, it's gonna take another person's job, and then then two, uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna help out because I think the way that I've been seeing people play us is a lot like they play Kansas City. They won't let us get over the top anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be under. Well, we had let the under people go except for uh, we had kept Crowder and we kept Isaiah McKenzie. You got to see a new underneath guy yeah. you signed. And uh, Crowder got injured. Mm-hmm. He was doing really well, got right. injured, so Isaiah McKenzie stepped in that spot, and that's just not his That's not his thing. He, no. He doesn't have the hands to do it. Mm-hmm. He's he's a decent receiver, and I'm not – you know. He, yeah, he no, he's very – yeah. But uh, I, the thing that they said, uh, that Bean said about uh, getting uh, Cole Beasley back, yep. said, I trust his hands. Yeah, and that's it, man. You've got to you got to secure the ball for you to do anything else. And, I mean, and that's, evidently the way that the whole thing went down is Cole Beasley reached out that to Bean and said, "Would you take me back?" Okay. And, well, then, and Bean said, "If you want to be back, I would take you back because he had said some stuff when he left." Yeah. That well, it could be and, very good and, timing for that offense too. I understand. That's I, a like, security blanket. A lot that's of a people big are mad, and like ah. I was like. 
you know what? Two years ago, everybody it was a lot of tension on everybody with the whole COVID and the whole the whole yeah. the vaccine thing yeah. for them. I, I totally understand that he stood his ground. Yeah, which you, you is dis, fine. You, you should disagree. I'm okay with that. And he snapped back, and he shouldn't have. Yeah. He, he he actually should have just took himself out of social media altogether, and 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 just did his job. Well, I think that's what great great ones do that. During and certain times of the year, they don't get yeah. He 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 came back humble. Mm-hmm. He came back humble. I listened to his uh his interview, and uh, he just said, you know, me, uh, Brandon Bean, the coach, had some things that we had to mm-hmm. actually talk through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we we disagreed on several things, and we talked through them. And it's like, well, do you think everything's okay? He's like, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't. Yeah, and I'm one of those. Obviously, don't. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what I think, obviously. What matters is what they think. You know, and I'm one that's a that's a very staunch, like, good for you for standing your ground, et cetera. But do it. You don't have to do it uh, and burn bridges. No. You, you know, you can you can stand your ground respectfully. You, you know, I get that too. So, I, but I feel like that's what you're saying he didn't do. Like, he, stand it, but don't. He he burned some fans and I yeah. like I said there's still some on right on, he probably gained some but burned some and then that but there's some on Twitter that still hate him and I say well you know you go you got the right to hate him yeah. go right ahead but yeah. you know when he catches that game winning pass in the Super Bowl well, yeah let's see let's see if you still hold if you that go, same I, energy boy I tell you what winning can cure a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things so uh, a Twitter page I follow I don't know if you do or not I can't remember but anyway and uh, so. Yesterday, uh, there's a parody account called Colonel Joseph Lee Perra, and this man, this got this got me. I just I laughed, but then I thought, oh God, please don't let this be. Obviously, it's not Joe Burrow because uh, he's one that is off social media from training camp to after Super Bowl. But so the tweet said, "Father, he's always writing his father in these tweets." Right? He says, "Father, no time to rest. We must press on." In a rather curious turn of events, this army is headed south to battle pirates in the Bay of Tampa. They are led by an ancient man who lives on his last legs, hanging on for one more chance at gold and plunder. Not on my watch, Joe. <laughs> Shit. It was very well written. Like, whoever whoever does this nailed it. Well, I'm, But I, I'm also like, damn, don't do that. I'm rooting for you, though, because y'all could be responsible for retirement. Uh. You know, yeah, I it, think it, maybe it, it started it, with San Francisco last week. The right week, butt though. whooping comes though. The right, the right amount of hits where he wakes up on Monday morning and which is what's going to suck about not having Trey Hendricks. That's true. In that but game. I still think you guys can pressure him. I don't think they're offensive lines. Yeah, I've heard that, but you know, the, every time you say something like that, Brady and his team have a way of just oh shit, here we go. You know, I mean, they just they always have a way of figuring something out so i'm hoping that's the case too i hope so because i hope if they figure things out they had a lot of tricks up under the side because they do not look like a team that's going anywhere but brady retire or or at least brady leaving i I don't think he resigns yeah i don't i don't i'm not you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna hold all opinions because i don't want it to be uh again what's gonna happen is gonna happen nothing i say is gonna matter but I, I just I, I'm just gonna hold that because I don't want to say anything that somebody could go ah oh, I jinxed you so I don't want to say. Well, I just think he's gonna go to San Francisco. <clears throat> I I think they're set up. They're set up to okay. So you got this this quarterback 
He got this quarterback named Purdy. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Great, he's working great. He's not gonna have. He's not gonna have great games the rest. First of the off, year. somebody said the other day, and I quote, yeah, he's "Mr. Irrelevant, right?" And they're like, "He reminds me of Tom Brady," which just makes you go, "Are you shitting me?" One game. Yeah, it, Tom Brady had a little more than one game. Right, guys. guys it, you know, people don't have film on a guy. He comes in with a whole new game plan. It takes a little time. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he might not end oh. up being a starter, but I, th- I mean, there's no way as a GM I couldn't sell to him at the end of the year, no matter where they finish. Mm-hmm. If even if they finish in, they got to the Super Bowl and won it. Hey, um, we're gonna bring this veteran in for one last ride. You think they're gonna? You think? I th- I think they. Would you think it's gonna in. happen? I think they're gonna bring him in. The the you know, the only other spot they I'm said torn. would be New England. I, I can't see him. Why would he go back to pride? Well, why would he? That why work he? ethic. Not that he's not a hard worker, but that's a different. No, and why? Why would he? I, I just can't. I I can see him going to his, you know, the team that you, your your childhood team. You know, if let's say you you were in the NFL, you grew up a Cincinnati fan, and. You got sent to San Diego, and you played yeah. your whole career in San Diego. But that one last year, Cincinnati calls up. Mm-hmm. And you've always dreamed of yourself in that uniform. Right. Like, I think, I, you know, what else has he got? That's a, that's his home, his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, <clears throat> if he's going somewhere, then that would be the, the obvious – but man, I do you. Again, I'm not gonna say nothing. I don't want to say it because I don't want anything. Jing- let's pick this up next week. Okay. Let's really do this conversation. I want to pick that up next week because I just don't. Okay. I just feel like if I say anything negative, then it's gonna be like, oh, All really? Uh. So I, I, I just hope and pray that we. I just want to leave Tampa with a win. We got three tough games ahead. Uh, four. We got four tough too. games I ahead, man. Win. I. I so, I, I don't want to see them win their division. I want, to be honest, I don't. I mean, I, are the Saints even close enough to win that division? Well, they're still mathematically there. If they run the table, I mean, they would have to run the table. They've and, got and everybody else would have to. Lose. They have to run the table, and, and so it's it's is is the, are the Panthers up? Is that their division that, right now? They're the ones that are one game out. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy well, to think. Yeah, because Darnold can get hot. Yeah. For a few games, mm-hmm. and then he's going to turn into the turnover machine that he was always that built he's been. To be. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a that's still kind of a wide open division, and to think that is just insane. I mean, you got Brady and the Bucks, and they're at six and seven. Who would have ever thought that? And they're leading the division. They're so, the yeah. division. It's crazy. It's crazy. They could finish. Obviously, we know this. They could finish. One of those teams can finish with a negative under 500 record and host a playoff game. Wonderful. That's insane, isn't it? Insane. But that's all sometimes, that's all teams need, man, is to, you know, just make the playoffs and all of a sudden a little fire and there you go. To be the other team. Right. Man, that's like getting a bye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's like, man. well, we're gonna we're gonna have this practice with this NFC South team. It's this a, week. You know, somebody asked uh, 
Burrow today, one of his one of the reporters is presser said, uh, you know, you're praying playing Brady next week. You know, have you thought about that? And and I loved his answer. He was like, Nope, it's just another game. Yeah. And he's like, but you know, the guy was like, Well, yeah, but he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And he's like, if if I go into that game thinking that, then my competitive my ability to be competitive mentally is going to go away. Yeah, that's, like you don't. That is no way to look yeah. at a game as a quarterback because you're. I'm not Brady's. No. Brady's never on the field when I'm on the field. Well, well, that's what I said today. They were like, you know, Burrow against Brady. No, it's not. No. It is not that at all. No, it's Burrow against the Tampa Bay defense. But that's exactly and right. Brady against, against Cincinnati. That's defense. exactly what it is. So I, I. But somebody said, "Are you gonna? You know, would you do a jersey swap?" And he got, "No, no, I'm not a fanboy. I'm not gonna. You know." I will treat, we will, I assume, uh, we'll treat each other like any other two quarterbacks. You know, speak at midfield, maybe before the game, and then after, and that, like, that's it. He said, no, I'm not going to jersey swap or anything like that. Yeah. I was so happy to hear that. You're like, yeah, don't get, don't get caught up in that. Well, you know? Joe, Joe be like, well, you know, I've played in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, yeah, now. You, I haven't won it yet. Yeah, I hadn't won I, seven, I'm, but I'm, damn it, I played in one. But I'm learning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna be interested next week. Let's get back together and see where we stand after uh, after this week. This is gonna be a. This is one that you, you remember how adamant I was about winning the other day because we're playing, you know, the the Browns and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm starting to get that feel about Brady too because all I keep hearing is, is you know, Brady got beat last week. He got shellacked. He'll come back this week. And whoever he's playing, poor them. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but they, right. they said that the week before, too, because he got beat the week before. Yeah, I just keep saying, okay, all right. Well, hopefully hopefully we're up for the task. That's all I'm going to say. Just so. Uh, and I also told my wife, first off, I'm a Brady fan. I mean, the guy, but next, next Sunday at 325, I'm not a Brady fan. I hate him. I don't like him. And I told her, yeah, don't start getting sentimental in this. Oh, but I just want to see him do good. F him. No, no. I was like, you can watch this shit somewhere else. I'm not playing with you, man. I, oh, God. <clears throat> I let my, I got to, I got to see a therapist. <laughs> I got admit I have I, a problem. I would give her one out. I'd be like, you can tear up if you see him carted off. Oh, God. With a towel yeah. over his head. Yeah, I don't want that And for it anybody. looks like his career just got ended yes. that night. Then yes. you can get sentimental and yeah. think about what was and, and even then I would be like, damn, I don't, I don't want that. Oh yeah, for nobody. I mean, to see Kyler Murray, I you yeah. you understand Dude. my feelings on him. Yeah, but when I saw that, I said, oh no. About the only person I would truly feel that way about is probably Deshaun Watson. But you know, it is what it is. I feel the way I do about him for reasons. It doesn't matter. But I promise, I probably don't want to see anybody. Yeah, that's just I don't know. That's bad juju. That's a bad juju. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. Um. Okay, I don't know what we've all talked about, Joe, but uh, we've we've talked about a lot of different stuff. So we, right. we we figured it all out. We probably solved the world's problems. Probably. We fixed uh, global warming, world peace. We've we've taken care of things today. I think so. Good to see. You. Okay, y'all play Saturday night. Saturday we, night. We play Sunday at three twenty-five. So I know you'll be away for your game Saturday, but I will know I'll see you back here Sunday afternoon. Yeah, for some. We, uh, we, I might be good away. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Good to see you, brother. Love you. Good to see you. Be good. Uh, no matter what. I was like, who day and what y'all saying? It's all right. 
I've been dealing with some things like every Do y'all have a saying? Really didn't sleep much last night. Do we have I'm really a saying? Bills make me want to shout. Got the song there. <laughs> so bills make you want to shout who day? Uh, yeah. Bills uh, Mafia. Bills Mafia all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, bro. See you then. Hey, guys. Yeah, uh, thank y'all for listening. I'm Kevin. That's Joel. This has been Unwavering Toxic Masculinity in the Dude's Death. Love you. You know, pack my car, take a new route. Clean up my yard, get the noose out. Hang up my heart, let it air out. I've been searching. What does that mean, Nate? I've been learning. Grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me. I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like this concerns me. Picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous. Hating when I lose sight. Life gets blurry and things might hurt me. It's probably going to be a long journey, but it's worth it, though. Cold world out there, kids. Grab your coat. Spend a minute. I know now I'm back to Rome. Looking for the antidote to crack the code.